Okay, brachas daf memem aleph. Again, the learning should be supposed to first name of four. Beilienta bas maria fega. Memem aleph, top line. Amar rav, tolu baruch, tolu baruch. If someone makes a bracha on, on a uh, on his bread, and before he tastes his, before he. Uh, he he, uh, he tastes. He says, "Tola baruch, tola baruch," that you should take from the uh, piece. So you're talking out between your bracha and eating. You do not need to make a new bracha. Why? Because here it was for the purpose of the food, and there's a there's a yisoid here that any time you you speak out for the purpose of the food, b'diavad. Now you shouldn't do this hachila b'diavad. As long as it was a it was uh, serving the purpose of food. So you would not have to repeat your bracha. Next example, Havi Melech, bring the salt. Havi Lifton, bring the uh, bring the chumos, bring the dips. So Tzarech Levarech. So then you would have to make the bracha because that the Gemara assumes is not considered a meal necessity. For Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon says no. Afilu Haviu Melech. Even if you say bring the salt, Haviu Lifton, bring this turner, bring something to to eat your dips. Nami in Tzarech Levarech. You do not need to make a new bracha. So even if you said hamaitzim before you bite into your challah, you say, "Where's the chumos?" or pass the coleslaw. So it seems like you would not meet, need to make a new bracha. Now you should have done but but yeah. But if you did that, ainu tzarich levarich. What about gabila soire? Gabila soire. Give uh, give food to this. Uh, a soire is a ox. So often in Aramaic, the tough is basically a shin of, of Hebrew. So it's just easy to see. Like talas is really shalosh, and so tire is shar. So feed the oxen, feed the oxen. So the Gemara says, Tzarech Levarech. Before you ate your challah, you told someone, go feed the cat or feed the fish, you have to make a brach. Rav Sheesh, Even if you said, go feed the cat, I mean, literally means feed the, feed the ox. So you would not need to make a new brach. Why? Because it, it must be a, this is a meal necessity. Why? I'm Rav Yehuda Marav. Rav Yehuda said the name of Rav. You cannot eat. Before you give food to your animals. So a person is not allowed to eat his breakfast if he did not feed his dog yet. And that's why I do not have a dog. So Shinemar says, You should give grass. Uh, I will give grass uh, in your field of a hemtacha to your animals. So Akash Baruch is telling us this. We say this in Kriyashma. And then it says, then So it's a person should feed his animals prior to eating. Now, people ask, what about uh, fish? Do you have to feed your fish before you have your, uh, your morning coffee, your morning breakfast? It's a very good question. So there's a few things. First of all, the Magan Avram is Mako, that a person could drink before, before you uh, feed your animals. It's only eating. He brings a proof from Rivka. Rivka told Eliezer, Shasei, you should drink first, and Vigam Gimalecha Eshten, and also give water to your camels. But many of the say, no, that's when you're, when you're dealing with other people, don't worry about their dogs. You have a responsibility to them. So she, she told Eliezer, drink. It's his own cheshman what he was going to do with the water. But the Magen Avram does pass, that drinking is fine before. So uh, many, many uh, do go with this Magen Avram. Additionally, Additionally, there's a uh, there's a few things. First of all, many of the Rishonim uh, are mashmah. This is a din of like a tzar balechayim. How could you eat while your animal is not eating? So, so many of the parts can say that uh, in general, so when we talk about tzar balechayim, we say tzar de gufa adif that a person's own tzar is more important. Or, for example, a person doesn't have to spend too much money to save an animal. 
right? Because Sarah de Gufa Adif. So let's say a person is in Florida on vacation. He realizes, oh, my fish are not eating today. So he doesn't have his automatic uh, dispenser, automatic feeder. So halachas, you wouldn't have to fly back from Florida to go feed your fish. So that's hetter number one. If it's too much of a tircha to go back and forth, we would say it's only like it's only like the gather of Tzara Chaim, and you wouldn't have to make yourself crazy to feed your animals. And finally, when it comes to fish, the Yaiva told that fish are, don't, are it's not included in the, uh, in the Gemara. The Gemara is talking about oxen, talking about mammals, which have a uh, higher level of sensitivity. But fish, they don't, uh, they're not as sensitive, and therefore he felt that it would not be a problem of eating before feeding your fish. How about animals that don't eat, like, big fias, like, once a month or something? They have animals like that? Yeah, like snakes. And oh, alligators. yeah, that would be fine. It's only if they're expecting to eat now. Let's say a person has a um, has has an automatic feeder. So every... Sam, you got an alligator? <laughs> no, my brother had an alligator. We fed it a mouse once a month. Once a month, okay. Starving alligator. Otherwise, they grow too quickly. Well, so fine. But if they have set times to eat, that would be another hatter. If they have set times to eat or they have an automatic feeder, that would be mutter as well. Is it a culture camp from the first part about um, about uh, take take bread as... If it's, if it's after you make the bracha before you eat, so kolsh can after you wash before you make the bracha, you can say? Ah, so one second. So this is talking about when a person made hamaiti lechem in art, and he's doing something before he bites into the top. <laughs> what about between your alantila sadayim and your hamaiti? So Shrak is saying for sure you could be, you could be uh, mafzik. Halacha is really, halachically, one shouldn't, uh, one should try that take it from the tila suda. You should try to have your washing should be in close proximity to your suda. However, unless you had a tremendous hesachadas, you uh, it's not a hesach between washing, making alantiyasadayim, and making your bircha samaytis. So let's say someone needs some some information from you, you don't have to go new uh, uh new uh, you don't have to do that. You could actually respond. Uh, many people ask that they, they often at work they go to the water fountain to wash, and on the way back, the uh, their coworker asks them a question. You don't have to go new uh new. As long as you made your alantiyasadayim already, you can respond. You don't you shouldn't try to have an extended conversation, but it wouldn't be a problem of. Of, uh, of speaking out. What people will make a mistake is that people will speak out between washing and, and drying their hands and, and the bracha. That's a problem because the bracha is going on the washing your hands. The reason why we don't make a bracha before we wash our hands is similar to a ger going to the mikvah. When a ger goes to the mikvah, he's not a Jew until he leaves the mikvah. So you make a bracha upon leaving the mikvah. Women also, the minogan Ashkenaz is that women will make will uh, leave the mikvah, will first dip, then they'll make a bracha. Some of them will dip again, different hug him. That's the Ramah. The Ramah is you, you go again after making the bracha, but you originally dip, and then you make the bracha on the tefillah. So we do the same thing by the tefillah sadaim. You wash your hands, and then you make the bracha. So between the washing and the bracha, that would be the, the, the worst time to, to speak out. In those cases, is because why? So by, by, by Gareth, it's very, very simple, because there he's not a Jew yet. Right. So it's, it's some like atu the din of Gareth, mm-hmm. that that perhaps she's not she's tummy, she should better off toiveling once she becomes tahar. The Svardim, I, I believe the Mahabra Simon Rish says that they would make a bracha before they go in. That there'd be no need for them to go in first and then make a bracha. Okay, you'll ask your your, your local Svardi. Okay. Next. He's not here. Where is he? Where's Moshe? He's not here. Okay. There's another uh, various halachas that come that, that come up by Hefsek. So this is all b'diavda. B'diavda. A person did this. So as long as it's a tzara chasuda past the coast law, or where's my knife? Where's the salt? So you're allowed to do that. So uh, meaning if it's tzara chasuda, you wouldn't make a new bracha. The Ramah says the Even the salt, you should you would not need to. Uh, you shouldn't speak out. I'm sorry. And there are many other halachas that a person should not do uh, between making a bracha and eating. The Ramah talks about this in Hilchas Havdalah. 
We have a minute that we extinguish our Haftalah candle with the grape juice. The Ramah says to first drink because you made a bar paragraphin. And then you could do your minog of extinguishing the fire. There are, there are various halachas of, of even pausing in between. A person should, even opening a wrapper, eating your chocolate bar, open the wrapper first before making the bracha so that, uh, that there's no half sick. Let's say you, you, you made a coffee and it's really hot. So make sure it's cool enough that you could drink it before making a bracha because you're going to be sitting there trying to get, uh, trying to, to drink a little bit. You're causing yourself a hefzik. Let's keep going. You cannot cut the challah until they bring you salt. I lift on the before they bring in front of every single person because that's the way of, of kavod bracha with a with salt or with lift on. Rav Bar Shmuel Ikel Lebeish Glus. He was Barish Glusa, who was the head of the uh, the town there. Afigule Rifta. They brought them bread. They brought uh, brought out bread for them. And he cut the challah right away. He wasn't waiting for anyone. So they asked him, Did you go back from uh, the original halacha? So no, less than tzarech b'shas. This, this bread doesn't need anything else. You don't have to wait by this bread because this bread tasted good and therefore you would not need to dip salt in it. And therefore, we paskin, now most of our, our breads today, do not need salt. So halakhically, you don't really need salt. The reason why we actually do have salt, so Tysus brings over here, that that there's a, uh, there's a the, the, gemar, the Madras tells us that when Yidin are sitting around, there's no mitzvahs on the table. So the, well, well, the only thing that's going to protect us is the salt, the salt that you leave on the table, because the, our shulchan is daima to the uh, mizbeach, our table is like the mizbeach, and b'chol karbancha takar of malach, that all your karbanas, they brought salt on it, so you have salt on your table. That's why we actually have salt. And it's only based on that that we really need to dip your salt in, uh, dip your challah into the salt today, because our challah tastes good. Usually, you don't need the salt. It's, it's, it's perfectly fine. It has salt and sugar and everything. So you wouldn't really need to dip your challah. It's only based on this. And I'll pick Kabbalah. You're supposed to dip it in three times. So you dip three times. That's how you should, uh, you should dip your salt in. To add salt on top. Some people do that. They, they, they add salt on top. So I'm not sure what that's for. That's uh, because... Unless you're going that we have bad tasting challah, and I need the salt in order to eat it. But if I'm doing it for not for that reason, so it's api kabbalah, so just you, you have to dip the salt in. Pouring salt on top, we're not really to it. Dipping honey, we don't. Ah, uh, so what about honey? So so honey during uh, the month of Tishrei, many people do it, do that. So there's a uh, there's a Kluger. Shlomo Kluger says that the reason why salt. What's the significance of salt? Because salt lasts a long time. So he says, sweetener, honey, or sugar lasts a long time. And he says that he has a trend in Chiddush, that you'd be able to bring sugar on your kabanas. And if you didn't have salt, you could bring sugar. Trend is Chiddush. But based on that, the Chassam Cypher says that during the month of Tishrei, when we have honey on the table, you don't need to, to uh, use salt. You don't, you don't have to dip your challah to the salt. So many people just put their challah, dip their challah in the honey. You should dip it, probably. Same thing. Pour it on top? Okay. Well, why don't you freeze that so there's no hefs there? No, but I got to have me want to shell him. That was yesterday's stuff. I want to shell him here. Mm-hmm. So everybody's eating a bilkala. So maybe you're right. Maybe you dip it. Yeah, you can bite into a bilkala. Hochas right? Dip the whole challah beforehand. Dip the whole thing in honey? Okay. If you're, if you're, if you're cleaning up my challah board, no problem. If the whole thing is up and there's a bichabola, so then just take the whole challah. I hear maybe every piece. Okay, I don't know. This is the Minigan Kai, so it's probably a good source for it.
Okay, next. Random, random Gemara comes in here. Shmuel said, said, A person who is urinating will not finish and will not leave his guf, only through sitting. Meaning, if you're standing, you're going to be nervous that you're going to. Uh, have nitsaitzais spraying on you, and therefore it's better to sit than to stand. But if you're standing on dirt, then you can stand and urinate. But if there's no offer, stand in a higher place, and urinate on a uh, slanted place. So again, today's modern facilities, this is not so Next. After every, everything that you eat, once you finish eating, echol melach, eat salt. After you drink, she say mayim, drink water. And this, and you won't become harmed. It's a health benefit. After eat all your foods, eat salt. And you won't be harmed. Let's say a person eats everything, but he did not eat salt. He drank all types of things, but he did not drink water. So by yoim, if he did this by day, Yidak You're gonna have bad breath. Vibalaila, and let's say he did this at night, see Yidak Askara, he should be nervous about some type of choking, some type of harm in his throat beyond this bad breath. Okay, turn around. Hamakfe Someone who soaks his eating with water, he drinks a lot. After he eats, he will not have intestinal problems. It will help his digestion. The kama, some of chista, kisa in the past, a uh, pitcher for every bread. So we don't know what the pitcher is, we don't know what the bread is, whatever ratio they had. That's what uh, they did. Doesn't the Ramam yes, say the Ramam exactly says, the opposite? Yes, yes, the Ramam doesn't go exactly with this. Something similar. He says, don't specifically drink during your meal. It's Ramam and Helchas Um But again, whenever it comes to dieting and medicine, so a person should do should go with the common uh, scientific knowledge. This is not, it's interesting why it's it's brought on the Gemara in general. That's the uh, that's the Messiah I got from Arabim. Learn these things and try to figure out what was going on. But at the end of the day, one should not try this at home. Um, you try you try to figure out what is the uh, common scientific knowledge. We're gonna talk about certain foods you eat are bad or good. Uh, you go with what the typical. Health science tells you. Okay. Someone who eats lentils once every 30 days, he eats his shalant, so he'll make sure nobody chokes in his, uh, or gets askara in his house. Don't eat shalant every single day. It's not good for your breath. So it's not talking about shalant, it's talking about lentils, but don't eat it every day. Once a month is good, but not every day. Okay? Once every 30 days, it will hold back sickness in your house. But uh, not every day. It's not good for your heart. It weakens the heart to eat mustard every day. Someone eats these small little fish, sardines. I don't know. He will not have intestinal problems. But uh, not only that, will not be harmed. But someone who eats these small fish, it helps uh, with fertility. It makes the person's entire body healthy. Okay? Eating small fish. If someone eats uh, ketzach, what is ketzach? It's a... Uh, um, anybody have a ketzach? Fennel. Fennel, okay. Fennel. Somebody, it's actually brought down in Hilchus Pesach. I think they talk about ketzach. Fennel. So is it one of the kidneys? 
Sounds once in the OU and uh, Jax Gourmet. Maybe I shouldn't publicize this, but Jax Gourmet was there, and the OU was giving them hashkacha, and they were making real Italian sausages. And Costco, they were in Costco at that point. Costco wanted OUP. That Costco said, if you're not OUP, we're not taking you. We'll, we'll find someone else. So they said, what about OU kidneys? Because fennel, according to some places, is kidneys. I said no. So Rabelsky asked them, so why do you need to put kit? Why do you have to put fennel in it? So legally. By standard of identity, that's how these things work. Like ice cream, standard of identity of ice cream, the first ingredient has to be cream. Do whatever you want afterwards. But the first ingredient has to be cream. That's how, then you can't call, otherwise you call it a frozen dessert, call it dairy treats, you cannot call it ice cream. So to be a real Italian sausage, you must use fennel. So if I recall correctly, this is a long time ago, maybe seven, eight years ago, Marbelski told them to use the leaves of the fennel. That would not be a kidneyus, only the seeds would be a problem. The leaves of the fennel are, uh, would not be kidneyus. And you can still call it uh, a real Italian sausage. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Okay, the, so I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So I'm just thinking that Ketzach might have been mentioned in the Chayyakov when it comes to when it comes to uh, kidneys. Maisve. They asked the following question. Basically, It's one sixtieth of death. If someone lays down to the east of its silo, meaning you're right near this plant, <coughs> your, your blood is on your head, meaning it's not a good idea, it, it could cause death. So you see it's not good. When is it harmful? That's the smell. The taste is very good. Your real Italian sausage. She baked him bread and she, and she uh, stuck on this fennel on the bread until uh, it had a good taste on it. And then, Macafale, she would peel it. So he wouldn't smell the actual fennel, but it would give infused taste in the bread. So she figured out how to do that. Next, so back to the mission. The mission of Lamed Heim and told us that on vegetables we say Bari Priyadama. And Rabbi Huda said, no, you say Bari Mine Deshana, Bari Mine Desha of herbs. We make a bar piyadama. That's what we know. My time is Rabbi Huda. What's the reason for Rabbi Huda? You should make a bracha. You should bless Hashem every day. What it means? Only day we we bless Hashem and not by night. Allah, what's the pasuk teaching me? Loy melacha is telling me kol yom veyom every single day. Tain loy meein brachosav. Give a kadosh baruch hu meein brachosav the brachas that are fitting for that day. So when every like let's say Shabbos you would make the bracha mekadosh Shabbos. Yontif has its own yontif. That's the concept of of baruch Hashem yom yom. So hachanami. Not only by every day, komin v'min, any type of uh, uh, food, ten loy me'ein brachos. Give a kadosh brachu me'ein brachos of the brachos of that food. So to be more specific is better than being general. And the Cham argued, they said, no, we are specific enough. We have hagafen, you have eitz, you have adama. You can't in the davar seif. Once you start getting, you know, uh, chocolate, you have its own bracha, and you're gonna have all types of. Uh, it's, it's too many. So that's what the Cham argued in Behuda, and therefore we do not say barimini the shaham, barimini barimini zraim. We just say bari pri hadama. Next, come see. 
Shaloi Kemidas Hakadosh Baruch Hu Midas Basavadam. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the way he acts, his Hanhagos uh, is different than the Mida of human beings of Basavadam. Midas Basavadam, Klirekon, an empty cup. That's Machzik. That could hold something, right? But if you have something that's full, there's no room there. Mole, if it's full, in a Machzik cannot hold anything more. Aval Kadosh Baruch Hu Mole. He filled, uh, even if it's full, machzik, it could still hold. And Rashi explains that it means someone who's learning, a Tamil Chacham. The more Torah he knows, the more he can grasp machzik. But Rekon, if he's empty, someone who has no Chachma, as we said, it's Asr Tebimarachim on him, right? Ena machzik, he can't hold anything. So <coughs> the uh, Midas of a Kalish Brochel, and here it's referring to the Torah, is not like your typical nature. Shnemar, Vayomerim Shemoyet Tishma. It says in the Pasuk, Im Shemaya, Tishma, if you, if you uh, listen to me, the Kol Hashem Im Shemaya, if you hear, when you're young, so Tishma, then you'll end up hearing. Vimlav, if you don't hear the first time, like Tishma, you won't be able to hear event, uh, even, even long term. Dav Racher, another Pshat, Im Shemaya Biyashan, if you learn the old things, if, meaning if you, if you, if you chazer what you learned already, the old stuff, nothing new, then Tishma B'chadash. Then you'll be able to understand the new things. But Vimifna Levavcha, if your heart turns away from ever being uh, going back on your learning, Shuvla Tishma, you won't be able to hear anything new because it's going to be, you know, in one ear, at the other ear, you won't be able to, to learn. So a person should not say, ah, I heard this year already, I, I know that already. But you, you'll see, when, when you learn Tyra, the second time, third time, it's really the first time again. You're just learning again. There's so much more there, and you'll be able to, to grasp more and more each time. Next. Zog the Mishnah. Someone takes an apple and he says, But if he made a, uh, on, on a vegetable, he made a Bari Priha Eitz, so he's eating his salad and he makes an Eitz on his vegetable, you are not Yatsabakulam. And all these things in Amar Shahakani and Bavari, if Bidiyavid you said a Shahako, Halach is Yatza, your Yatza, your Bracha. So it often we'll have, you know, Shilas and Halacha, if something's a Hadama or Shahako, depending on how crushed it is, like we spoke about Tavash Tamarim. So very often the Mishabur says, even though the Shokhanara says, might as well just make a uh, Shahako so that you're definitely Yatza. Okay. So the Gemara says, Mantana de Ikra Ilan Arahi. Who's the Tana that holds that the, the primary growth of fruit is the ground? And therefore, you, it's proper to say, Al Bari Prihadama on a fruit, right? What should a person do? When you're eating your apple, you should make it Bari Prihadama, because that's the, that's the specific bracha. The bracha on the pre, the fruit of the eights of the tree. But if I said Bari Prihadama, halach is you're still Yaitza. So let's say I, uh, I'm eating an avocado and I thought it's green, so it's a hadama, and then you realize, wait, it grows on these huge trees, so it's actually ha'etz, avocado is a ha'etz. So, but the other, you yaitza, because by saying boy pre hadama, you weren't wrong. It wasn't an incorrect statement. So the Gemara says it must be that the growth of the fruit, we consider it that, that it grew from the ground. And therefore, if you said boy pre hadama, it, it works. So, Montana, the Iker Elon, Ari. Who's the town of the whole that the primary growth of the of the tree comes from the ground? Meaning, as opposed to other things. Let's see. Amrav Nachman by Yitzhak Rabbi Hudi. It's the sheet of Rabbi Hudi. The Tanah. We learned in the Mishnah by the mitzvah of Bikurim. So when you bring the, the Bikurim, it says, Yavesh HaMayon, or Niktas HaIlan. If uh, the, the spring dried up, meaning what was watering your field dried up, or 
they cut down the tree. Maybe you still bring your bikurim, so you bring your first fruits to, uh, to Yerushalayim, to, to the base of Mikdash. Ve'ena kare. You do not say the psukim. Why? Because the psukim say, it says, So you're, you're blessing the fruit, the, the ground that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me. So it's odd to make a bracha and to, and to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for something that, does, that no longer exists. So according to the Tanakhama, once the tree is no longer there or the water source is no longer there, you cannot say... Uh, you can't say that pasuk. Rabbi Huda, no. Maybe the curry you could bring in, you could still read. Why? Because according to Rabbi Huda, what's still there? The ground. So it must be the ground is significant. So therefore, you could still say bikurim as long as the ground is in existence. However, I mean, not however. So therefore, it's he's the same sheet that holds. You can make a bari priyadama on your apple. Good. Very simple sugya. Next, the mission said out peris aretz. If you make a uh, a bari priya eats instead of a bari priya dama, so you're eating a uh, I don't know, eating a watermelon, and a watermelon is a bari priya dama, and you made a bari priya eats by mistake. So the, the mission said you are not yaitzah because it didn't grow on a tree. The mission says pshita, it's pashut, and didn't grow on the tree. So I'm Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak, loy nitzvah el Rabbi Huda. This is coming to teach me that even Rabbi Huda would agree to this. The Amar he holds chita min ilanhi. Rabbi Huda holds that wheat. Is a type of tree. The, t- the Tani worked in a brisa. Elon she'achol imena adam rishon. So the etadas. So what was this etadas? So from the movies we know it was an apple. But let's see what the Gemara says. Rameir Aimer. Rameir says gefen haya. It was grapes. Why? Because what happened afterwards? They did averus. She'ein lechadavar she'mevi yolala ala adam eliyayin. What brings uh, you know things in life? Crying. Yolala is crying. Yelilos. Uh, that's from wine. So wine could be very uh, dangerous. You see by Noach, he drank wine, and, uh, and he got drunk, and uh, all, sorts. It, 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 all sorts of things happen. You look at Rashi. Yeah, the yeah. das, he's eating the grid, not the one. Oh, so you'd have to say that, that uh, in, during the time, during, during Sheshas, you made Barashas, <laughs> when, when, when things were created, it was already... In the complete state, when uh, when Cain and Hevel were born, they weren't born <coughs> babies. There was no such thing as a formula and everything. It was they, they were there, adults. They were there. <coughs> so you would say that when the trees were were when when fruit came from a tree, there was no waiting period. There was no there was no schlep. The 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 eights tasted like the uh, the pre. It's a famous verse from Rav Cook, I think. Yeah, but that, how does that tell you it tastes like wine? Because the Gemara. Oh, so the grape would have been like wine. Grape juice. Not oh, it would have been wine. Earlier that said, would have been a Cabernet. Would have been a Cabernet. Why not just say uh, juice? Wine. Juice juices. Juice is, juice. Grape juice. Until recently, until uh, Mr. Welch came along, uh, you know, or Louis passed with Welch and Pastor, you didn't have you didn't have grape juice. Grape juice was was made one day, and then 40 days later you had wine. Grape juice wasn't a beverage. As the Gemara says you could squeeze, you know, grapes into your. You can make you, know, you make wine. The grape and then it was wine. And Merlot, Cabernet, yeah. yeah. In the grape. Yeah. Yes. Like so there's a var from Rav Cook. Rav Cook said that that originally the the eights had the uh, the tree had the same taste as the fruit. That was the third day of creation, and then we know the, the tree messed up. So he said that originally Akavus Bracha had the plan that the journey of life would have the same taste to us as the uh, the finished product. And and the challenge of life once after the uh, after the uh, the chet and everything is that we have to realize that life is all about the journey 
even though we don't we don't enjoy it. We have to look into our journey, our eight, and hopefully we'll taste. You know, we have to see the. Uh, you pulled a wheat stock and you had bread or spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. He had bread. He had bread after after hal. Anyways, our cook says that that many people get lost in the. Uh, they're waiting for a certain day to come. They're waiting for a vacation. They're waiting for, you know, they'll say my night starts when my kids go to sleep, and that's not true. Your night starts, when your night starts. And then putting your kids to sleep or whatever stage you are in life, that is your night, and it's the journey in life that we should see the. Uh, we should. Be to taste the pre, the result, even while we are in the journey. Fine. Next. Oh, very good. Midrashim, sure, sure. Okay, so option number one is grapes, wine, right? It was a fig. Whatever they, they, uh, they did Avera with, that actually fixed them. So we know they took the uh, fig leaves to cover themselves up afterwards when they realized they were not dressed. So it must have been a fig tree. It was wheat. A child will only know to call out Abba once he tastes uh, the time of grain that's called that's developing, so it must be the Ena'etz Hadas, the tree of knowledge. So Das comes when you eat Chitin. Fine, that's the Machlekes. Now, let's go back to our Gemara. So, so good day to Chamina. What? Where'd apple come from? I don't know. If there's Snow White. So could I have thought to say, since Rav Yehuda is the one that said, Chita is, is a type of tree, that that's the Eitz Hadas, so therefore, Levar Chalei, Bar Preis. Let's say a person made a Bar Preis, it should be Yaitza. Kamash Malon. Therefore, our mission tells us that no, nobody holds your Yaitza by making a Bar Preis on wheat. So, Hechem Evachin and Bar Preis. Where, in fact, do we make a bari pre'etz? That's hecha dechishak lat peri. When you remove the fruit, isi legavza v'hadar mapek. The uh, branches still remain, and it brings out more fruit, like an apple tree. You take the apple, you come next season, you have more apples. However, when you remove the fruit, the, the branches aren't there, or the bark is not there, the that will bring out more fruit. It has to start again, like your banana tree. You do not make a bar preets on bananas. Because if you Google it, you'll see on Wikipedia that most of the banana tree is gone, like a corn. You go to, you go to a corn maze, right, in Minnesota. Fun things to do. So huge trees of corn, right? Because it's all gone. It's all gone by next year, right? You have to start again, start growing corn. So so that's why you make a bar preets based on this Gemara. Now, the Gemara is not so clear what a gavza is. And based on it, you have different... Halachas about trees and berries, so you'll uh, you look up halacha l'maisa. Next, vakunam amar shahakol, and all these items you said shahakol in bevarai, you are yaitza itmar ravuna amar chutzman apasum neyayin. You can't make a shahakol on bread or on yayin. Rav Yechonah, Rav Yechonah says no, afilu pas v'yayin. Even if you made a shahakol on pas or yayin on bread or wine, you are still yaitza. So more says neima ketana. Let's see. This is a machlekes tanam raw pas. Someone sees a piece. Of, someone sees bread. and he says, pazu." Wow, what a beautiful loaf of bread. Bless is God who created this. Yatsa, your yatsi, your bracha of hamaytzi. you see a fig. Wow, what a beautiful fig. 
and uh, blesses is God that built, that, that uh, created this yatsu yatsu diver mayor. no, call him Someone changes from the matbeah from the, like the coin, but the 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 setup that the chamim gave us the nusach brachas la yatsu de chavas. You can't just make up your own things, and therefore you're not yatsu. So name Rav Huna da Amar Kareb Yosi. Rav Huna is the one that says I'm passing yain. You're not you're not yatsu. He holds like Rav Yosi because you're changing the what chacham wants you to do. Rabbi Yechanan, the Omar Karameir, Rabbi Yechanan says, if you, if you set your hakol, your yaitza, he was like a mayor, then even if you made, uh, you know, your own bracha, kamen or pazu, you're still yaitza. So Amalach Ravuna, no, I know that Amri Afilu Rameir, I hold that pass and wine, you're still not yaitza with shahakol, that's even according to Rameir. Why? Because Ad Kanla Kam Rameir Hasam, when the Rameir say his halacha, where you made up your own thing, Kamanah Pasu, Baruch Hamakam Shabarah, that's Elahecha the Kamat Kirshmi the Pas. You mentioned bread, right? You said, you said Kamanah Pasu, Avalhecha the Kamat Kirshmi the Pas, where you didn't mention bread, Afil the Rameir, Moide. Even Rameir would agree, just saying Shahakon Yemavari is not enough. When it comes to bread and wine, that's that's the keeps us going, you have to make the specific bracha, you cannot just make your shahakal. Rabbi Yechonah Malach, no, I know that I'm a feeler of Yaisi. I hold it, that shahakal your Yaisi, even a corn of Yaisi, who says you can't make up your uh, your own brachas. Why? Because I can't come on Rabbi Yaisi Hassan. Why did Rabbi Yaisi say, I can't change the the bracha that Chazar Masakin? That's Elamishim, the Kamar bracha, the Takinu Rabbani. You made up your own bracha. You didn't open your sit and look for the bracha of Shahako. Aval Omar Shahako, if you did say a bracha of Shahako, even though you didn't say pass, still, that's Takinu Rabbani, the Rabbani, we're Masakin this bracha and other places. So I feel the Rabbi Yossi. Even Rabbi Yossi, my dad, he agreed that you're Yotza with Shahako. And that's Halachal So we pass in your Yotza if you made a Shahako on your wine or uh, or bread. You be Yaitza. There's actually a famous story that Adaris was asked by Rav Shmuel Misalant to come take over as the Rav of Yerushalayim. So it didn't really work out. He was Nifter before Rav Shmuel Misalant. But the first uh, first day he got there, he got, gets off the boat and they give him uh, the keyboard to to uh, be Masada Kedushin. So he's under the chuppah. You can imagine the scene. And he's holding the cup of wine and he makes a Baruchat HaShem Lekinam Alecha'alam Sha'akol Niyabedvari. Why? Because he lived in he he grew up in Lita, Lithuania. They didn't have any money. And Abraham once told me he once asked the old Lithuanian Jew. He wanted to know like what type of wine they used to use in Lithuania. You know, dur- during uh, for Dalkoises, did they use sweet wine? Or, you know, and he said he was very young at the time. And the guy told him we thought we had wine. We used apple apple juice for uh, Dalkoises. You know, they didn't have Herzog and uh, you know, so so he made a shahako on the uh, the, the the wine. On the case, right by mistake, and then he corrected himself and he made a uh, a hagafen. So many uh, many many Paiskim wrote discussions about Oisa Hamaisa of Tzipesa Frank and Haratzvi of Shem Zaman Orbach. Wrote about this famous story, but halacha is you technically are yoitza by making a, a shahakol on that. Okay. So, so does that make the second bracha Yeah, they're busy with that. What, what exactly he did? Yeah. Other, but if it wasn't Eichadei Dibur, it would be Levatala to make another bracha. Yeah, sounds like it. Yes, that, that's the discussion. Rabbi Pesach Frank or Shamsam Norbach, they all discuss that. Okay. Fine. Binyamin Raya, Binyamin the the shepherd Karach Rifta, he used to eat bread of Amr, and he said, after he finished his Hamaitz, he said, Baruch Mare the High Pita. Blessed is the master of this bread. So Amarav Yotza, the Yotza benching. That's it. 
you know, could skip uh, save money on your uh, your wedding ventures, David. Just uh, print a little uh, note. Yeah. <laughs> Any bracha that doesn't have the shame is not called a bracha. So he didn't say Hashem's name. So he says, no, I'm a Baruch Rachmana, Mari the high pita. He said, Baruch Hashem of this bread. One second, benching is three brachas. You have the first bracha, you have Naidilcha. Right? Yeah, the Deraisa. So Mar says, nah, you're right. My Yatza, what are you Yatza to come around? Nami Yatza, you day bracha Rishani. You're Yatza, you're bracha Rishani. But you still have to do the other two. My Kamashlan, what are you teaching me? What? The Afa Gav, the Amr Belashan Chol, that even though he said it in Lashan Chol, which is Aramaic, they didn't have English back then, right? But he said it in Aramaic. Tanina, we learned that already. These things could be said in any language. Parsha Saita, the Parsha of Saita, when the client makes the woman swear, so she has to know what she's talking about. So she speaks French, so you tell her in French. Vidoy Maisa, when a person is bringing his Maisa, when he's doing B or Maisa, you have to say Vidoy, so whatever language you understand. Kriyashma, Tzvila, Birchasamazan, so Kriyashma, Shmanesre, and Benching. So what's the Chiddush? That uh, that you let us say it even in Lushan Chol. Meaning you get your translation, you take out your art school, your Feldman, whatever you prefer, and you read the English version of Benching. Maybe that's when you're Yotza. You just made up your own paragraph. Uh, and you're saying it, uh, I would say you're still not Yaitza. Kamash no, you could be Yaitza, uh, your, you could be Yaitza, your, your first bracha of benching by saying this bracha. Okay. Is the Gemara saying Parshasait and between Meiser also? You could say, say it. Say yeah. No, I'm saying Bechalashim, but could you say it any way you want to, even not follow the Pesukim? It's very interesting. So, I would say no, but I, didn't, I, I, I don't know. But I would say no, because those things, the Vidu Meister is actually in the Tyra, and, and Kriyashma is words of the Tyra, and so is uh, Parsha Saita. But benching, the actual words of benching, there's a discussion. The, the, we bench today, the actual words, word for word, is not Midaraisa. There's three, we have to say three brachas, but the actual words, those were, those, the Raman has one version. We have different versions of, of benching. So I would say that maybe over there, as long as you said something, there's no text. Parsha Saita, there's, there's, there's a whole Parsha in uh, Parsha Nasa. You have, to read, you have to read what it says. So you, have to, you can read it in English, but you can't make up your own thing, as opposed to benching will be different. There's a famous uh, piece of Rabbi Abadi in his, uh, his Chuvas farm. So it's in Chelek Aleph. He has his own version of benching. And he, he said he only wrote it for Bali Chuva, But he said if someone's going to use it, um, I don't think you <coughs> should. But... I'm still printing it. That's what he says in his... He has, a, he has like a one-page uh, benching, and he bases it on the Rambam. So you see that it wasn't exactly... And he brings down the, the original text of benching and uh, that we don't have an original text. So it would be easier to get away with, uh, you know, Baruch Achman al Pita on benching than, than with Parsha Saita. So I would say you cannot do the Parsha Saita, but we can look it up, yeah. When he says that, it, you know, you need, we only know you need Shalash Brachos, and he says yeah. you only did one, so he's... So that means you could be Yotze one of three, or is it... You gotta do the next two, yeah. You only Yotze one, or the first one. Three, is it three different brachas, or it's one... Yeah, three different brachas. You have to do Hazan, you have to do Noel Khan, you have to do Rachim. So here you Yotze the first one. You gotta do the next two. Even if you did three this... Three different brachas. Yeah. You, you could, if you only did one, you get one-third credit, as opposed to one one of three, you get... So how luckily... So some want to say it's mock of each other, but we pass and let's you only know some of it, just say some of it. So you Yotze the one. Get one out of three. Okay. If you don't say Hashem's name in it, ain't a bracha that's not called a bracha. We had this earlier when we spoke about Berchas Kriyashma. 
Rabbi Yechanan number called brachas ain't by malchus. You don't say malchus ain't a bracha. It's not called a bracha. I'm Rabbi Kavas the Rabbi Mastavro. What Rav said makes sense. The time we learned in a brisa. It says leavarti. This is beer meister. This is the the vidu you say by by meister. So again, it's psukim. So I don't think you could say your own thing. Leavarti mitzasechav leishachachti. Leavarti. What does it mean? I wasn't over anything. Milavaracha that I gave you that I made brachas. Voshachach didn't forget. Milahazkir shimcha alav. To mention your name. Fine, that's the brisa. So you see from that brisa that it's only that Haskaras Hashem is Ma'ake. The Ilu Malchus, but saying Melech Ha'ilam, like Tani doesn't say that. Rabbi Yechonon says, Tani Veloshachachti, Melahaskir Shimcha, O Machuscha, love. So he learns that you have to mention Hashem's name and Machuscha, even by Vidar Meiser. So therefore, he holds that bracha that doesn't have shame umalchus is not considered a bracha. Zok the mission of Adavish Ingidulim and Something that does not grow from the ground. Oimer, you say Shahako Niabdavari. So you have your uh, your uh, piece of meat, doesn't grow from the ground, you make a shako. Alachimit. That's you have wine that the soured, so you have vinegar, valhanoivlois, and some type of uh, fruit that got ruined in the uh, in the um, in the sun, valagoivai, and on Grasshoppers, make sure the kosher. Amr shahako ni You should say a shahako ni because these are not, they do not grow from the ground. Uh, I mean, noivois do grow from the ground, but we'll see. Abhudaimer kosher in a klala, anything that's a curse, ain mavarch and alav, you should not make a bracha on it. So grasshoppers is not a bracha, so you should not make a bracha on it. Um, the same thing, he, he would say the same thing by vinegar. One should not make a bracha on vinegar because vinegar is wine that went bad. So again, white distilled vinegar is not coming from wine. It's coming from corn, and they're making vinegar specifically, so that wouldn't be a klala. <coughs> or if someone's making balsamic vinegar, selling it for very expensive, so it wouldn't be necessarily a klala. But back then, vinegar was considered a klala, and therefore, you would not make a bracha according to your Yehuda. Now, either way, if someone drinks vinegar straight, uh, you're not making a bracha anyways, because that's not that wouldn't be considered a derech achila. So, fine. <laughs> what? Oh, so we're going to get into which one's minikola, all three of them, so we'll see. Let's say someone had many types of foods to eat. So he's sitting by a smorgasbord, and he's deciding, what do I make a bracha on? This actually comes up the night, uh, Rosh Hashanah night, when you have your simanim. So even if you wash before you eat your simanim, most of the simanim you would have to make a bracha on during your meal because... They're not meal, meal items. Nobody eats uh, pomegranate seeds during the meal. Maybe people do. But, uh, so therefore, you have to make brachas. So you have, to make a, you have to make a choice. Make a decision. What bracha am I making first? Am I doing the apple and the honey first? Or am I doing my, uh, the shiva saminim, which would be a date or a pomegranate or a fig, right? People put all those things in salads, no? But yeah, still, yeah. so I don't know. When you're eating it like separately, uh, that doesn't seem like a meal item. But you're right. What, what about the vegetables? Some, some, Depending on if you typically eat that, unless you're eating a carrot, so people eat carrots during the meal, so you wouldn't make a bari priyadama on the night of Rosh Hashanah. You're right. If someone always has pomegranate uh, salad, so maybe the pom... I don't know. Interesting. Next. So how do you find a So you have many types of fruits in front of you. <laughs> if you have one of the seven minim, Allah Mavarak, make the bracha on that. Make a bracha on whichever one you want, and we'll see the Gemara will explain this on the next half. All these animals make shahakal. On milk, baitsim, eggs, gvina, cheese, ifshan, bread they got ruined, moldy, and wine. That uh, also became slightly vinegar. Tafshel sheiber terasi on food that uh, doesn't look like uh, its 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 typical uh, form, so it's already going bad. 
enough that, meaning it's not bad that you won't be able to eat it, but it's already not not as uh, palatable as it was once. So in these cases, when it comes to salt or zamis, or some type of salt water, al pitriot on your uh, your mushrooms and truffles, oimer shahako, you make a shahako. So the Mosses remember the kamein pitriot, lav geduli kakanu, where they don't grow from the ground. Vatanya, we learned in a bright, I know they may pay us ours, so it makes a nether. I won't have fruit of the of the ground. Also, pay us ours, you can't eat fruit, or mutter bechmein or pitriot, but you could have. Uh, mushroom. However, vim amar kogeduli karka alai. Then all things that grow from the ground are also to me mix a nether. Also afpechmein or pitriot. He's also even with these truffles and mushrooms. You see, it does grow from the ground. So amar amar abaya mirbo rabu me'ar. They do in fact grow from the ground. However, minikila yonke me'ar. They do not get. They don't. They do not uh, feed from the ground. They feed from the ear and the different yeast and all that other stuff. That's what keeps them going. So therefore. You will not make a hadama. I the Gemara says adavish ingidulim in aretz ketani. The Mishnah said adavish ingidulim in aretz. So you see, it's all about growing, not about uh, be, uh, being fed. So the Gemara says you're right. So just change it to me adavish ein yoinik min aretz. Anything that doesn't have any hanak or any uh, sustenance from the ground, so that would not make you would not make a bar pi hadama net. Then the Gemara says ala noivlois and on noivlois you make a shahako. And Rabbi Yehuda said no. So my noivlois, what's this noivlois? Observe Rabbi La. Charamar bushle camera. You have these dates that got scorched in the sun. Charamar tamri dezika. It was dates that flew off the tree through the wind. Tzan. Rabbi Yehuda said, anything that was a curse, you don't make a bracha. And he says this statement after we mentioned Noivlois. So camera. it makes sense if you hold that Noivlois means burnt dates from the sun. That's a curse, right? The person's waiting for his good dates, and it was too hot one day, and it's burnt. If someone says that wind-blown dates... What's the call? That's the normal tava uh, of, of dates that they'll, they'll blow away in the wind sometimes. So what's the call? So Mara says, Asha'ara. Really, when Rabbi Huda says you, you do not make a bracha, he's not talking about noivlois. Noivlois, you do make a bracha. He's talking about vinegar and grasshoppers. That's when he says it's a min klala. Ikadami, there are those that say the other way. Bishlam in the mind, I'm a bushle camera. It makes sense according to one that holds, we're talking about Scorched dates, that's to make a shahako. Elamadam or Tami de Zika, wind blown dates, shahako, boy preates and boy le bruche. You should make a regular boy preates. It's a regular good date. It just fell off the tree. So the Gemara says, Elabad noivlois, stomachuliam aloi pligi de bushli kamarin. When the Gemara says the word noivlois, it means scorched dates. Ki pligi be noivlois tomorrow. When the Mishnah uses a term called noivlois tomorrow, dates that were noivlois. That's not. Hakalan sheba demai. Things that we could make along the Mayah. Basically, the Mayah is you buy fruit from an Amaret. You have to be concerned that he did not give Trumas and Maestras. However, the Mishnah says there are certain things that are so cheap, there's no reason why he wouldn't give you know, Trumas and Maestras. They're called Hakal and Sheba de What is this thing? It's not Trumas Maestras. Hashisin, Harimin, Uzradin, Benashua, Benashikma, Gufnin, Nitzba, Noivos, Tamar. We're going to go through each one. Shisin, what's Shisin? Amarabba, Rachan, Amarvyechan, Min, Te'enim, some type of uh, dates that grow in. Uh, in, in, in the uh, in, in the deserts, rimen kandi, some type of uh, pomegranate that uh, are sweet. Ha'uzradin, tulshi. These are these uh, tulshi things. Um, has like some hairy uh, leaf on it. Okay, you try to figure out all these things. Benay shuach. You have what's benay shuach? Samar b'chanam b'yechanan te'ini chivrasa white figs. Benay shikma. Amar b'chanam b'yechanan duvli. Uh, these are duvli that are 
that are other types of dates. Gufnin, um, that, oh, what, what do we say? Gufnin is some type of vines. They're shilly, shilly gufnin. They are late, uh, they're the winter harvest type of grapes. Nitzpa, what's nitzpa? Pircha, it's that caper bush that we mentioned on Daflam and Vav. Noivlois, tomorrow. What about Noivlois tomorrow? So here we have Machla, I guess. That's, that's what we've brought on this whole thing. Rabbi Rab Zera. Chad Amar Bushli Kamra. Vechad Amar Tamri Dezika. So what is Noivlois tomorrow? Either it means this sun burnt dates, or it means these wind blown dates. So Bishlam Amar Tamri Bushli Kamra had the Tanya Kanshav Demai. That's why it's Kalan of Demai, because it's so cheap, nobody's going to care. They'll give they'll give Meiser. And therefore we say Sveik and the Potter. That Suffolk. You bought my it's potter havadon, but let's say it was yours. You know, no one gave my sir. Chayiv, chayiv. Elamad, I'm a time of the zikah. It's wind blown, wind blown dates. Vadon chayiv. You're telling me I'm chayiv if if I if I see wind blown dates and I have to give my sir hefker. You know, it's hefker and hefker hefker dates. You do not need to give my sir on things that are hefker. So the mercy says, "Hach my skin and shall sun goyren." You got a bunch of these free dates, and now you made yourself a silo. So there's a huge pile of dates in your in your field. Now you have to give Meiser Midrabanan. Why? Because people are going to think that, that, that you actually, this is yours. are potter from Meiser because the Aniyam could take it. It's not Chayav Meiser, Xeris Akasav. Shasun Goyren, if you made it into a Goyren, you made it into a, uh, a silo, a big, uh, a big silo, hook full of Meiser, you have to give Meiser Midrabanan. So let's just do one more piece. Take it to those that say, it's good, all is good according to the man that says that what Noivlis are, I'm sorry, what Noivlis tomorrow is, Tamir de Zika, it's these um, burnt, um, sorry, sorry, Tamir de Zika, the wind, right? Zika is the wind. The wind blown dates, that's why our Mishnah, which is not talking about that, it calls it Noivlis, that's talking about the burnt ones, right? Stama vahasim karelate tomorrow. Elaman amar bushle kamra. But if you hold that noivlis tomorrow means the scorched dates, so nitni idiv idiv noivlis tomorrow or idiv idiv noivlis tomorrow doesn't make sense. So the Mishnah shouldn't have changed what it says in brachos than what it says in the other Mishnayos. The Gemara says you're right. It's a kasha, and I will continue this tomorrow.